hear these words from the gospel. Beginning with the 35th verse of the ninth chapter. Then Jesus ran about all villages, the cities and the villages, teaching in their synagogues and proclaiming the good news of the kingdom and curing every disease and every sickness. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion for them because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is plenty, but the laborers are few. Therefore, ask the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Then Jesus summoned the twelve disciples and gave them authority over every unclean spirit to cast them out, to cure every disease and every sickness. These are the names of the twelve apostles. First Simon, known also as Peter, his brother Andrew, James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John. Philip, Bartholomew, Thomas, and Matthew, the tax collector. James, the son of Alphaeus and Thaddeus. Simon, the Canaanite, and Jesus, Judas Iscariot, the one who betrayed him. These twelve disciples he sent with the following instructions. Go nowhere among the Gentiles and enter no town of the Samaritans but rather go to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. As you go, proclaim the good news. The kingdom of heaven has come near. Cure the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the lepers, cast out demons, and receive. you received without payment, give without payment. Lord of God, to the people of God, thanks be to God. Morning, Good Shepherd United Methodist Church. Thanks for being here this morning. Everyone who is worshiping with us in person or online is a member of the Good Shepherd United Methodist Church family. And if this is your first time with us, welcome to the family. I'd like to give a shout out to some folks I know in Franklin who are worshiping with us this morning. They're at a convention and they promised they would be tuning in this morning. So let's give a shout out to those who are in the house, those who are worshiping with us online, and let's wave so that we know and they know that we are connected as this family. If you see a face you don't recognize this morning or someone you haven't seen in a while, give them a Good Shepherd United Methodist Church welcome this morning. It's great to be back with you today. Uh, As I attended last week, uh, the Tennessee Western Kentucky Annual Conference, Uh, it it was a good conference. We had a great time of celebration, of study, worship, and a little business along the way. We were challenged to be the church in every aspect of our lives, even if it means that we make folks uncomfortable along the way. As long as we stay centered in Christ unconditionally love our neighbor and do the work of the gospel, the future is going to be fine. It may get a little rocky, but God will prevail if we abide in Christ. It was affirming to hear that we here at Good Shepherd United Methodist Church are on the right track with with our God-sized dreams and, and desire to glorify God as these dreams unfold. You will be hearing more. You'll be hearing more about what we learned at annual conference and in the days of head, and then in the days of head. I want us to comment on, on our, if you're online, please comment, uh, as we begin to, uh, as you begin to worship with us. And if you're in the house, you need to shout out today, folks. I've been in worship where the house was rocking and rolling and chanting and screaming and clapping. 
And y'all are a little sleepy this morning. I'm just telling you. Uh, I know it's cloudy outside and it's kind of dark in here. and we've, kind of, we've been lulled by this great music. But it's time to wake up. It's time to wake up as a church. It's time to wake up as a as good shepherd this morning and feel the Spirit of Christ. Amen. There we go. Thank you in the back. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, but for those of you who don't know, I'm Pastor Regina, and uh, we're glad to be spending some time together this morning. This summer we're exploring what it means to be a disciple of Christ in an ever-changing world and how our discipleship grounds our faith. The mission of the United Methodist Church is to make disciples of Christ for the transformation of the world. Now, this mission is not accomplished without intentional effort. The efforts are both individual and corporate, but are essential to deepening our relationship with Christ and others as we encounter them along life's journey. We all began our discipleship at the baptismal waters and live out our faith journey bathed in and covered by these cleansing, forgiving, and ever-flowing streams. We grow in the ability to understand Christ's teachings and to demonstrate the understanding by loving differently, welcoming the outcast, and standing up for the silenced voice. We are called from these waters to answer Jesus' invitation to follow me. As we follow Jesus and his teachings, let us begin now to understand the challenges that we face, the role these challenges play in growing into compassionate and deeply committed disciples that we are created to be. The call of Christ can be weighty at times, but in the midst of it all, God is transforming lives in everyday circumstances. Nothing is too big for God. As the billboards for a local hospital state, Nothing is impossible for God. At Good Shepherd United Methodist Church, we've, we've seen biblical truths played out as debt was retired, as ministry opportunities have opened up, as dreams have been dreamed and the realities put into motion. God is on the move at Good Shepherd United Methodist Church. We as disciples simply need to recognize God's hand in this movement and hold on for the ride. Amen? That's a, that's a wake-up moment, folks. Help me out. Help me out. You heard this morning about our transition of child care from Little Lambs to the Big Fish Academy. This is exciting, folks. Go online, Google the Big, the Big Fish Academy, and you will see what opportunities that is going to open up. This is a big move for Good Shepherd United Methodist Church. We are better able to pour our efforts and resources of ministry to children and families of this community into ministry partnership rather than the overwhelming administration of a center. We are blessed with the ability to, to get out of the daycare business and enter into the ministry of nurturing and caring for children and families that cross our paths on a daily basis. There are other dreams that are developing in the midst. Some of you may have already been asked to participate in the bus ministry that is set to begin in, at the 1st of August. There's great potential for this ministry, and you'll be hearing about these details as they unfold. There are also big dreams about how Good Shepherd United Methodist Church can minister to the needs of special needs populations in our community so that they and their families can grow into the knowledge of Christ and His love for all persons. These ministries 
are in the infant stages and many baby steps are needed to move forward. But so what I want, to, what I ask you to do now is to begin praying about how God is calling you to be active and to participate in these endeavors. Thanks be to God for God's mighty work among us. For all these dreams to come to fruition, we as disciples at Good Shepherd United Methodist Church will need to stay committed. We will need to continue to put forth the effort to discern our next steps. Prior to the verses that we read this morning in our scripture, Jesus had been going through the region, uh, calling the disciples, performing healing miracles, and challenging the religious practices of the day. Crowds are following him. Jesus looks over the crowd, this curious crowd sitting out there, and he has compassion for them. This past Sunday, I attended Centenary United Methodist Church in Memphis, and the Dr. Rev, the Reverend, Dr. Reverend Deborah Smith preached a rousing sermon on compassion. The congregation was active and, and noisy in their responses. She challenged us to do compassion not just be compassionate. Do compassion and not just be compassionate. This is the message Jesus was revealing to his disciples in the verses that followed the recognition that those in need of the gospel message are greater than those committed to spreading the good news. The harvest is plentiful. The workers are few. Jesus then challenges and commissions his disciples to become one who, need, who will heal others, who teach the gospel message, and who share God's love. We must follow suit. Not only be compassionate for the situations of others, but do compassionate acts to solve the issues that are around us. Be part of the solution, not part of the problem. It's great to have compassion, but we are called to show that compassion through our actions. So, what does Jesus do? Jesus sends the disciples out to do the work of the mission, to make more disciples. He doesn't tell the disciples just to talk about loving others, to talk about how Jesus called, can heal you to talk about removing the demons from your life and to talk about feeding others or to talk about the work of the gospel. No. Jesus gives the disciples the power to act and then sends them out to do and to go. Jesus doesn't say that this task is going to be easy. He actually goes into on to describe that this task will most likely be difficult and result in harassment and probably even imprisonment. However, Jesus promises that God will be with these disciples and give these disciples what they need when they need it. Jesus tells the disciples to trust that the resources will be provided for them to accomplish their mission, to focus on what they do have and not on what they do not have. This call to trust, it is a scary call, folks. It's risky, but... The call of Christ requires us to trust and to take those necessary risks. As disciples here at Good Shepherd United Methodist Church, we tend to focus on our limitations because of our past experiences. But now we're in a place to do necessary, out-of-the-box thinking that the gospel message requires of 21st century disciples. We simply must be creative both in practice 
and in resources and then trust in the abundance that God has and will provide. Thank you. We have enough and and are enough in what God provides to be a transformative church and disciples that God is calling us to be. When we meet folks at new folks at the annual conference, the question always is, where do you serve? What do you do? That's that often introductory part of the conversation. And many of us answer with the name of the church we're currently serving or the particular order in which we serve, like elder, deacon, local pastor, or lay person. And these are those surface answers. We're great at those surface answers, aren't we? The deeper answer to this question, after much reflection, should consider the addition of for Christ. Where do you serve for Christ? What do you do for Christ? That is the question of all disciples. The work of God, (coughs) the work God is calling us to do as disciples of Christ in the midst of the mission field here in the Hendersonville area and of Good Shepherd United Methodist Church how do we find our how do we define our discipleship what is our answer to the question of what do you do today's scripture challenges us to see with compassion the needs of others in the crowd around us to choose to hear the call placed on all disciples to go where Christ sends us as he sends us into the world to spread the gospel message And to not only talk about the gospel, but to act on these needs that we see. Why? Because Jesus did. Jesus saw these needs. Jesus saw what was going on in the lives of those around him. Jesus saw the fears and burdens and Jesus sees those things in us. Despite what Jesus sees in his disciples, in the crowds, and even in us, Jesus cares. Jesus cares for what he sees. Jesus acts with compassion on those he does see. He did it then, and he does it now. Jesus sees our loneliness, our emptiness, our our lostness, and, and our shortcomings. But Jesus still calls us to be in mission with him, to labor in the fields of this chaotic world, not for our own glory, but to the glory of God. Once Jesus saw this crowd and had compassion on them, he sent his disciples. He sent his disciples to do the work of the gospel. Good Shepherd United Methodist Church is called into the mission field of this community to serve and to teach and to share the compassion to the lost, the lonely, the sinner, and yes, to the saints. It won't be easy, but God is already at work in the promise and promises to labor with us and provide needed resources to get the work accomplished. Nothing is impossible with God for us, for Good Shepherd United Methodist Church. So, so we are sent into this world to do the work of the gospel. What will you do? How will you serve? Thanks be to God for answering the call for compassionate service to go into the harvest and labor in Christ's name. Christ has has given us this great meal that we're about to participate in, but sometimes we come just because it's the thing to do. We forget the power of this meal. 
We forget that, that Christ has called us to be co-laborers, that Christ will dwell within us. So as you come to communion this morning, think about what will you do for Christ and how God is calling you to act in this community for Christ. So as we come this morning, let us know that we're all invited. God keeps no one from God's table. This is God's table. This isn't the United Methodist table. This isn't Good Shepherd's table. But this is Christ's table who has spread this wonderful gift for us. So let us come this morning knowing that Christ is dwelling within us, that Christ has called us to be disciples, and that Christ shares this meal with us. Let us pray. Holy and awesome God, we know we're messed up people. We know that we don't have what it takes to make this a perfect world. We know we fall short. We know that, that, that we sometimes are just not capable of doing what needs to be done. But what we do know, Lord, is that you are with us, that you forgive us, that you look past our shortcomings, and that you give us the gifts to do what it is we need to do. So, Lord, we ask you to hear those things that we lift up to you that are keeping us, that are keeping us from doing your work. But you know what? There's some good news in all this. Christ forgives us. Christ calls us. And Christ loves us more than we can ever know. So we, we need to remember that when Jesus sat down with his friends, he took this bread, this ordinary bread, these ordinary circumstances, and he broke this bread. And he said, This is my body, which is given for you. Every time you eat and drink, and drink this, this cup, do this in remembrance of me. When supper was over, he took that cup and he blessed that cup and he gave it to his disciples and he said, Drink from this, all of you, for this is the blood of the new covenant poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Let us pray. Holy and awesome God, we ask that you again dwell among us, that you pour out that spirit on all of us that are gathered here, on these ordinary elements of bread and juice, that they may be for us the body of Christ, redeemed by his blood, that you make us one with you and one with each other, so that we may glorify God in all that we do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If those who are assisting me this morning will come forward.
take a piece of the bread and dip it in the cup. Come to the altar for prayer. Come knowing that Christ meets you there. We have uh, single-serve options and gluten-free options available for those who need it.
here in just a little bit. Come on down. Spread yourselves out on the altar. Austin's going to give us a, just a little bit of history about where it is our, our folks are going into mission. Uh, we're going to commission these folks to go out. And in just a, just a moment, I want those of you who are out here, they're going to spread out on the altar. And I want you to just lay hands on them as we pray. But Austin tells everybody can sit down except for these folks. And Austin's going to tell us a little bit about where they're going. Well, turn around so they can see your faces. There you go. Uh, so this group and me, I'm going. They're not going without me. Uh, <laughs> we're headed to western Kentucky into Lock Center, which is just west of Paducah, Kentucky. We will be doing disaster relief there. Um, and I just wanted to say thank you all for your support and your giving through all of our fundraisers, we raised over $5,000 for this mission trip. And I just greatly appreciate that support. Um, we could not do this without you. And that's not an exaggeration. That's a fact. And just thank you. And thank you for supporting and loving on the youth and showing that you care about teenagers and ministering with them. Austin, you jump down here too since you are going. <laughs> Spread out, folks. On you know, it, it's power in numbers here. Now, invite the congregation to come as they kneel, uh, and folks can lay their hands on them, and we'll we'll all pray together. Family, friends, anybody who wants to come, um, because they are going not only as an extension of Christ, but as an extension of Good Shepherd to minister in our name for the glory of God. you can't reach them, reach somebody who is reaching them. That's how this thing works, you know. Let's pray together. Holy and awesome God, we thank you. We thank you for calling us and calling these missionaries into service. Lord, we ask that as they go to help with disaster relief in western Kentucky, that they go with your protection, with your presence, and Lord, we just ask that they are your hands and feet this week, that others may see Christ in them, and that they may come back to share their experiences of interacting with Christ with this congregation. Lord, we ask for their safety and travel, for their, their ministry, and for all of your blessings to rest upon them as they go. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, y'all may head out, and I think at this point our praise man can just pray, uh, play us out, and uh, we will go all with God. You go with God. <laughs> Anybody on the way up? <laughs>